everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to Alesso After Hours, the show where we get to go beyond the 600-word limit in the paper and discuss what's happening on our campus and in the world. I'm your host, Erica Green, and today I'm joined by three Alesso staff members who will let introduce themselves. My name is Shane Wheatley. I'm a copy editor and everybody's best friend. Oh. My name's Jennifer Geckner, and I'm the lifestyles editor at the Lesso. Mm, my name... Oh. Ooh, and what's your name? My name's Jordan Nimmer, and I am the... <laughs> she's the online editor y'all okay so how y'all doing y'all all right y'all good in this lovely well today's friday so lovely friday afternoon yes i thought it was saturday good. no well we wouldn't be here if it was a saturday well i i wouldn't be here. i don't know about y'all i wouldn't be here if it was a saturday so mm, yeah. i have to agree <laughs> but yeah so today we got a really good show for y'all so we have three say they're spicy y'all think they're spicy i don't think they're that spicy we've had some spicy topics the last couple the last couple episodes this one is fairly tame this might be our spiciest okay we'll see we'll just see how it goes i think we're ready so our first um article was written none other than our lovely online editor slash bougie person in charge um jordan nimmer so um jordan what is this lovely article about first of all it is a what i wish you knew so yes. you had you interviewed somebody and they kind of just talked about what they wish people knew about her? Yeah, definitely. So I interviewed a lovely person um, for What I Wish You Knew, and the story's called Muslim Women Are More Than Their Religion and Hijabs. Um, so uh, forgive me if I say her name wrong, even though I interviewed her. I still <laughs> struggle. Um, Rodania Tarek Musa. She told me just to call her Rudy, so that's what we're going to refer to her as. But she talked a lot about her experiences. She received the Fulbright Grant, which allows her to come to the United States and teach um, Arabic to English students. She's also getting her graduate degree in English literature. And then once she goes back to Alexandria, Egypt, her hometown, or I guess not hometown, home area, um, she'll be teaching English to students there. So it's a really cool story. And she talked a little bit about how she wish more people, she wishes more people knew um, that she's friendly, that she's lovable, something that a lot of people don't assume of her um, when they see her in a hijab. So it was a really interesting story. Dang, that's crazy. So something I really uh, took away um, was later in the article when she said that, um, so it says in the article, she said, Musa is no stranger to assumption and stereotypes. During her first month in the U.S., Musa says she has noticed a pattern in her interactions with new people. She said, and I quote, when, if someone sees me on the street wearing a hijab, they act, they act as if I'm not, not there and they ignore me. If I'm sitting on the bus, the seat next to me is always the last seat taken, which I kind of, which I find kind of awkward. I just want people to treat me like a person because I am a person. So that's crazy. And I, I have uh, my best friend's Muslim. She is a non-hijab wearing uh, Muslim, Muslima woman. But, um, you know, and actually I am an Urka assistant. So I just got done um, <clears throat> recording our first podcast for that. And it's uh, actually about like, you know, Muslim women in academia and stuff like that. But on the first podcast, they were talking about kind of the same thing about, you know, hijab wearing women and how, you know, the stereotypes with that. And it's not even here in the U.S. Like, um, it'll be like in the U.K. where the person we interviewed lives at and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I just think it's crazy that, like, people will see someone in a hijab or whatever and just, like, I don't know, be nervous. But, like, I don't, I kind of wonder where that, where that stems from. Like, are you nervous? Are you scared? Like, I don't know why people, like, treat people who wear hijabs, like, 
as if they're like second class citizens or something like that. Yeah. I think it's just general stereotypes yeah. that have been connotated with hijabs mm-hmm. that has just come about. Especially after 9 yeah. 11. I was just about to ask that, yeah. On yeah. a lar- large scale. Um, I know I took a class last year that was about diversity, basically, and our teacher talked about how she had like an unconscious bias against like Russian people because she grew up during the Cold War. So wow. I feel like it's kind of the same thing where it's not necessarily something that we're thinking about all the time, but it's kind of like an unconscious thing that is like there because growing up, like a lot of people our age grew up in like that kind of idea mm-hmm. where, you know, people from like Iraq and Iran are like the enemy or like just like the, it kind of just fed into those stereotypes, I think. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think we not speaking from my experience but I think we speaking from a lot of people who have these misconceptions um, they paint all Muslim women and all Muslims as the same which is absolutely not the case right. there's millions of people who are Muslim in the world and, and have, there are different races they different, different races, ethnicities they have different presentations yeah. um, as far as their appearance goes they believe different things like um, Rudy was telling me about how she is often not regarded as someone who's pro-LGBTQ rights. And that's really hard for her to cope with because that's something that she is very, um, very affiliated with and something she truly believes in. So I think we need more conversation. I think we need more of people asking others what they believe in rather than just assuming based yeah, on that just their seems parents. like such a weird stereotype like you wear a hijab so you don't support lgbtq mm-hmm. well i think typically because typically in the islam you know religion you know i'm not an expert at it but typically like they they really don't you know so like mm-hmm. you know like so i think that's why people assume that because typically in the islam religion you know they yeah they really don't so yeah and definitely in in some countries that are the government is affiliated with Islam, like there are um, gay people who are um, killed for being gay. So it, it's definitely something that happens, but I don't think you can just make an easy blanket statement about all Muslim people and say, well, all of them are anti-LGBTQ. Right. I mean, yeah. we have the same thing when it comes to Christianity. People assume Christians are anti-LGBTQ, and a lot of Christians I know actually are and that's more incorporated into like some protestant faiths of christianity so yeah yeah so going on actually and it's actually really interesting so it says in an article that the discomfort goes both ways around uh musa while others may feel uncomfortable interacting with her she feels uncomfortable when people are feel feel fearful of her she says and i quote people are really awkward and uncomfortable just by my presence and they just don't know how to deal with me I just wish people did not assume anything. They do not expect me to be affectionate, which I really am, and they avoid all contact altogether. So, so, so a key phrase in that, she says, they don't know how to deal with me. And I feel like that's even the, I'm, I mean, I don't, she didn't mean anything by it, but I just feel like that's awful that any, and no person should be have to dealt with, if you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Like, nobody should have to, you, sh- you know, nobody have to, to wonder, like, how, how are they going to deal with me? Like, I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I just really don't. I I just found that really interesting because somebody with with the with a hijab is not something that you should deal with or like kind of take apart and analyze like and figure out if it's like a threat or not you know 
That's kind of where all racism like stems from. Yeah. It's just a bunch of like misconceptions and then they do stuff like that where they're like trying to avoid contact with someone like from that race. Cuz those are that's just racist acts, right? Like yeah. if you're specifically like feeling uncomfortable around that person, like yeah. then that's you probably need to really evaluate that, right? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, so like going like what you said like even with like, you know, black people, I'm sure like there are black people who feel like kind of like similar things like if I go into this space, like, I wonder how people are going to deal with me. I wonder how people are going to treat me. I wonder, are they going to be, like, cool with me? Are they going to be, like, standoffish? Are they going to, like, look at me weird? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I feel like that's just, like you said, just racism in, in general. So, um, But, yeah, so going on in the article, she says, um, it says, uh, Musa encourages individuals to interact with her as they would with anyone else, whether this includes a simple conversation or a hug to greet her. And I just feel like duh like not duh on her part but like that's how people should really just feel like like and with anybody else like you walk into a room normally you would just you know i don't know hey how you doing handshake hug depending on how well you know the person you know and that's it so i don't i don't know why a head a, a hijab a headscarf or whatever like deters all of that you know what I mean? And I like kind of like Jennifer said with 9-11, I guess, since that. Because I don't I don't know. I mean, I was alive before then, but like barely. You know, I wonder like pre 9-11, like did Muslim people face the same kind of discrimination that they do now? I don't know. Like, I don't, don't think nearly as much. Like I see so many posts on Twitter even now about um, like all the crimes and stuff against Muslim people after 9-11 because people kind of grouped them all together and wanted like revenge for what happened yeah and i think that's just like so sad because these were people that were already living in the united states and most likely had nothing to do with like any even that ideology that was behind Mm 9-11 yeah well i do feel like a lot of it is the older generation too like a lot of us like especially i haven't met anyone on this campus that like cares generally cares like we're all just here to do our classes like right. i don't think any of us would walk into a room and feel different because someone else was wearing a hijab right no the- no nah, nah, typically not so um and uh going on she says what i really re- what i really want people to do is if they feel like striking up a conversation i w- i would like to i'm very sociable i love talking about my country heritage and religion and religion that's what i'm here for honestly though she's right because like i said my best friend's muslim and i have learned so much like ramadan and eid by the way like because they like well at least in her culture like in her family like the whole like ramadan and eid they have like this huge dinner i the food is fire okay like and you know what i mean like you would ne- i would never know that if i didn't ask and i didn't you know whatever like you're missing out on stuff so i definitely agree like talk to people ask them ask respectfully though don't just be like what's that on your head like you know what i mean like you know food is different definitely the best aspect to come out of any culture though yeah food and music like, food, i would say food and music are food definitely music, the, i would say like the biggest tells of what a culture kind of is which yeah. i think it's important to experience yeah but uh, yeah i would say I, I agree with her wholeheartedly because i've done this myself like really ask people about their culture get to know people in their culture because you make a friend you know what i'm saying you could try some really good food you could just learn more and just be more cultural like nobody wants nobody likes anybody that's just so like uncultured and they just know the culture that they're in personally you know what i mean like it's it's a person is more interesting and i don't know multi-dimensional when you know they're more cultured so absolutely yes 
So, anyway, so in the article, it says that um, Musa is exhibiting a selection of her artwork at the LeClaire Park Fest in Edwardsville on October 20th. Students interested in applying for the Fulbright grant, which is uh, a grant that she talks about that uh, she's in, can learn more at www.cies.org slash program slash Fulbright slash a whole lot of other stuff. So We should do a story about her art. We should. We should. That'd but, be a cool story. But the uh, the website is um, in the paper if you want to go to alustalive.com, shameless plug, and you can look at the website. So, Moving on to our next story is another opinion piece written by all of us at the Alesto. It is called Climate Strikes Are a Step in the Right Direction. So, it says in the paper, the global climate strike on Friday showed there are millions of young people across the planet who are determined to fix the current climate crisis the world is in. Unfortunately, one day of ecological activism is not going to is not going to be enough to save us. It is everyone's duty to push the institutions they interact with to be more environmentally friendly, from the universities to our hometowns and even our future employers. Making small scale personal changes is great, but large scale changes are 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 the only real solution. So let me ask y'all, do y'all like know a lot about climate change? Like, do y'all, do y'all? <laughs> I don't know as much as I would like to know. I think Ryan, we said Ryan would have been the best one. Yeah, we said, but, we were joking yesterday that we should have him call in <laughs> to talk about this one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, my friend. Uh, I don't know enough of the scientific facts to talk about it, more so just like how it's affecting stuff kind of thing. Yeah, and like, so one of my friends, we were talking about this the other day, um, like, he was talking about how, like, Loki, uh, we're not going to be here that much longer. Like, duh, we might even be here. We may not even be here by 2050 if, you know, we don't turn all this stuff around. You know, I think he was saying that, um, you know, within the, if we don't, like, change our ways the next, like, five to eight years, you know, like, uh, it's not looking so pretty for us, you know, because, you know, all the machines and all the factories and all whatever else we're you know we as humans are doing to mess up our planet uh is uh really affecting it so we the, need the majority of people that want to work on climate change it feels like don't have the power they're not the ones in power to deal right. with the climate change which kind of sucks because the majority can't really do anything yeah and i feel like um the people who can, I feel like the reason why, because first of all, I don't even know, because for a while it was like an argument of like whether climate change is real, and I just feel like, I mean, you just can walk outside, like fam, like it's like 80 degrees in October. Like, they that's listen not, to scientists about everything other than climate change. Yeah, and I just feel like the reason why that is is because, you know, all these corporations, like they need, they need to keep doing what they're doing to make money. And, you know, I, I've said this before on other, uh, you know, avenues, but, you know, I really do believe that capitalism is the root of all evil. So, um, you know, I, I just think that all these companies and all these people and all these people in government, they need for things to continue the way that they are so they can make money. But you can't make money if we're not here. OK, if we're all dead. But Nobody. they don't care because they'll be gone before then. Right. And right. They, and they have all the money now. Right. 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 So. Going on in the article, it says, according to The Guardian, climate climate scientists released a report this week which says that emission rates must be slashed at least threefold from the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement, and that's just to keep global temperatures from rising more than uh, two degrees Celsius. We all need to do more than just simply cut out plastic straws. First of all, Shady, who wrote that line? Oh, my God, the shade. That might have been me. Yeah, I could see that. I edited that line. I didn't think anything about it. Yeah, no. the shade. We need to do more than cut out. I mean, you're right, though, because, I mean, you know, like, I mean, 
I mean, the small stuff does add up. So, like, for example, I know um, Starbucks is starting to do, instead of having straws, they have, like, the, the lids that you can, like, drink out of now. Which is actually made of more plastic, but we won't talk about that. Is it? Well, yeah, it's a lid. That's more plastic than a straw. I you don't necessarily know that, though. A straw might have to be, like, thicker plastic or, like, take well, more. Sure, but it's definitely larger in size. True. And if plastic takes a long time to degrade... Maybe it's they should just space. make maybe just make it out of something else. Maybe it's harder to choke on a lid than a straw. I don't know. Well, it's not about choking. It's about like, like Jordan said, like f- plastic is like takes forever to like degrade and. Oh, uh, I was just thinking about like so the just sea in land animals. Uh, uh, no. the sea animals would be okay. No, they just won't. Kidding. They're they're actually dying too. But <laughs> yes, that, that, they, that yes, that's not are. the issue at hand currently. But no, so but yeah, no, like I I know we are taking small strides. You know, like recycle, which I don't do, but that's okay. Save the bees. You know what I mean? Save the yo. We need those bees. We do need the bees because like I don't I know, like them, but we we need, need them because yo if if bees. I think I read something like if we were to lose bees like today, we wouldn't even make it like five years. Like. Yeah, they're very important. Very, very important. So I don't even know what what are what, I don't even know. People bees are just dying. Or like are people killing the bees? I don't know. Um. Yeah, kind of. As we've like expand as we've like expanded civilization, right? We have to like keep building over and like sure. bees don't have enough area to go to. Got it. <clears throat> Humans, we suck. We suck. But no. So um. So Jordan apparently wrote, mm-hmm. we all need to do more than simply cut out our plastic straws. Most of the time, a single person is not going to be able to make the kinds of changes the world needs right now. Of course, some individuals can make a difference. One per- one such person is Greta Thunberg, a 16-year-old climate activist who was the driving force behind last week's strike. However, becoming that... Becoming that single person requires an incredible amount of drive, perseverance, and luck. Most people cannot afford to spend that much time and effort on a cause, no matter how important. Do you guys agree with that? That's how capitalism gets us, right? I'm telling you, capitalism if you is don't the have root time of all to evil. Do, if you don't have time to do anything because you're working all the time. I don't know. I think that I think that every person can commit themselves to a cause within reason. And I think committing yourself to one singular cause, we don't all have to be into the same thing or into the same cause, but... I commit myself to a cause. I think everyone should commit themselves to something. And if it happens to be the climate, even better for the climate then. Some people just don't have time, though, to, like, commit themselves, like, to actually do And that's something. a lot of research, too. Like, actually Like, if you're in poverty, like, you're doing stuff all the time to, like, help yourself. Like, if you're, like, working all the time. Yeah. Like, you really don't have time to, I mean, like, I feel go like it something. all depends on scale. So we're not saying, like, commit to a cause. That means you have to be spending so many hours, like, a week on it. But right. it just means, like, keeping it in mind, kind of. Yes. So you could do, like, smaller steps. It doesn't mean, like, you don't have to be, like, Greta and, like, go to the UN and speak in front of the UN <laughs> to, like, make a difference or to, like, commit to a cause. Yeah. But if you commit to yourself, like, the climate is what I truly care about, you'll you'll be more inclined to look for opportunities to help in in your daily life. That's fair. Even if you don't have a lot of time. That's fair. Yeah. She got me. (laughs) (laughs) Haha, gotcha. Gotcha. No. (laughs) Uh, So going on, it says, um, on top of that, it it usually doesn't matter how dedicated or passionate one is when trying to change environments like a government. One person can be ignored, but a group is much harder to brush off. A group amplifies all of our voices and shows those empowered that our causes demand their attention. Yeah. You know, I feel like if, like you said, if we all band, especially us, you know, us in our age bracket, you know, like 18 to like 25, if we were to like 
storm the Bastille. No, I'm just kidding. If we were like, you know, storm the government, or not even storm the government, but like, you know, really band together and be like, look, okay, y'all are messing us up. I want to live to see 35. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, like, and and say what's really happening. Because first of all, climate change is real. Like, people tried to ignore it for so long and said it wasn't real, but it's definitely real. There are like facts on facts on facts to prove that it is real. There's so, much less people now that like deny it, but there are still people that do it. Yeah, and forget those people. We don't need them. We need the people who are in the government and you know who who can actually do something to to turn. Like I'm saying, like we have five eight years to turn all of this stuff around before things start just getting ugly. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, at least the reason why I put the the straw comment is I think that I love it. By the way, yes, I love that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, I just think that it's very common in our generation to get attached to like a specific idea and not do any research behind like is this actually helping? How much of a scale is this going to expand to? Like, is this actually going to accomplish what I think it's going to? And then people will think, oh, I, I don't use plastic straws, but I don't recycle, I don't do anything else, but I don't use plastic straws, so. I mean, hey, I guess Visco girls. Visco girls. What is a Visco girl? I it's, don't know what that so means. So, Visco is a photo editing Well, app. I know that. Yeah, so there are these girls who would start posting, like, relatable things, kind of like Tumblr girls. Okay. Relatable things on Visco, and then it suddenly became, like, Insta they girls. all dress the yeah. same, and it's an upgraded version of the basic white girl, essentially. So they all wear puka shell necklaces. They use metal That's a straws. Thing? Yeah. yeah. They use hydro flasks to reduce their plastic. <laughs> And that's where that came from, is because of their hydro flasks. Oh my god! This is how you know, like this is how much, this is how like our we're parents, very cultured. This is yeah. how our parents must feel when we talk because I'm literally sitting here like I don't know what any of that means. You normally, okay. normally I'm good on like pop culture reference. You you, you this one is kind of dumb. This one is kind of dumb. Yeah. yeah, you need to download TikTok. TikTok. That, yeah, that's I where refuse. that's where those videos are. Then no. you'll know. I don't. I will not download TikTok. Yeah, I refuse. I'll just see the funny ones on Instagram. Yeah, that's I enough for me. Mm. I'm not Gen Z. I don't know. I'm once not you, do I it. don't know. But once you download it, it's real hard to get out. I'm addicted, and I download. Is it just it videos? Joke. Yeah, it's like Vine. It's but, like Vine. Yeah, yeah, but edgy. I've been a part of a TikTok video, but I don't have my own TikTok video. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to climate change. Yep, back to climate change. <laughs> so. Uh, it said in the article it says let's be clear every one of us should do our best to make changes and reduce our own carbon footprint the environment the environmental protection agency reported that in 2017 approximately 29 percent of greenhouse gas emissions came from transportation and 28 percent came from electricity generation we can limit excess electricity use ride bikes and carpool to reduce emissions however trying to get our communities and workplaces to switch over to more environmentally friendly options like hybrid or electric commercial vehicles or changing the electric or electric supply from from coal to renewable source like wind or solar power is going to have a much larger impact on overall emissions so two things one i feel like it well this doesn't sound it doesn't sound too hard to to move from coal to like wind or solar power because Wind is just wind and solar power is just sun it's just because they don't want to spend the money on trying to convert it well and people can't afford it the average person can't afford to put solar panels on their house. I think they've done research on, like, if they were to, like, fit everything with, like, solar panels instead, like, they would spend a bunch of money, but it would make their money back Right, but who's going to foot the bill? True. That's the I mean, they're spending all their question. money on the military. 
That is also a good conversation. That's a very different conversation. That's a different conversation, but <laughs> that I mean, is a you're right. But you're right. But you're right. Like I That's feel another like, podcast. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like, and also, um, yeah, because I feel like you're right, Shane. Like, and I feel like we do kind of have an allocation issue. You know, if you really were to sit down and we look at what we and we as uh, we as America, we you know the country are spending on, not yeah, education. Yeah, you're right. You know, we probably could move some things around. You know, for things that really do. You know, matter like, you know, education, climate. We have a huge homeless issue that really could be solved for yeah, real, but that should be solved. Yeah, but that shouldn't have to rely on the millionaire like celebrities to deal with stuff for us. Yeah. Like, and that's a whole other conversation. And I could really go on and on. Too. I know oh I really gosh. could go on and on about the homeless issue because I really feel strongly about it. Like homeless homelessness could be ended today if, you know, we really wanted to end it. But whatever. Whole other issue. But. To back, go back what Shane was what to to go back with what Shane was saying. Like, yeah, I feel like, you know, if we if we were to we the I mean we again meaning the government were to allocate you know reallocate money and move some things around. Yeah, I feel like having wind solars or wind powered things or solar panel or whatever. Like, it wouldn't be probably as bad. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I but again, I don't birds? know enough about that. Yeah. What do you mean? 300,000 birds die from wind power every year. Like, just... But how much die from, like, coal and stuff? From, like, pollution? I don't know. <laughs> I was just I throwing know. it out there. Those poor birds. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> but uh, wind power, like, they... How do they die? Like, they fly, fly, into, one fly of the into the turbine. And then they just get sliced. I mean, that's, Natural selection. That's... Yeah, it sounds like more of their fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, like I, did, I did see a bird fly into my window the other day and just... Dropped, yeah, so. that sounds like a personal problem for the birds. Just yeah. don't fly Things into the. Happen. Yeah, don't. We, fly we need into more the, bird education. <laughs> yeah, don't fly into the to the to the thingy. Bird like, education. The <laughs> yeah, the windmills. Just don't fly in. Like, yeah, that sounds like a personal problem for the bird, birds. Yeah, those poor birds. Mm. Yeah, R.I.P. to those birds. The three hundred thousand that lost their lives. <laughs> moment of silence. Okay, perfect. <laughs> that was even, that really was a moment. <laughs> yeah, I'll just one quick moment. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, no. Um, and Save then the birds. Yeah. What? So, also, something else that, that I wanted to talk about was, you know, they were saying that a lot of, well, not a lot, but a, a good part of, you know, our issues come from cars and all that stuff. Now, in this room, would y'all give up y'all cars? No. 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 Even if they're I'm like, not carpooling, I'm not biking, I'm sorry. If someone even paid if, for the replacement, yes. Even if they were like, no, well, that, but even if they were like, look, shorty, okay, um, we're going to die in five years if y'all don't get rid of y'all cars. Y'all still going to be like, screw y'all. Well, so the thing is, like, even with... Wow, look at Jordan's face. Wow. So the thing is, though, even, like, with carpooling, like, in the, like, cap back to capitalist, like, in this world, like, if you're not taking your own car, like, you're at a disadvantage to, like, put yourself above because you have to rely on other transportation instead of driving yourself somewhere. And that kind of puts you, like, like, when money is time, like, when you have to work and stuff, like... You're kind of limited based on carpooling, right? I mean, I guess we're talking about our lives, okay? Like it doesn't matter if 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 it you know if we're talking about you I know can't time be carpooling is money. To school, I gotta drive myself. 
bro, but if we're gonna die, does that? But if we're all gonna die and like, I'll just buy a cleaner car. And our quality of life is gonna be significantly worse. You know, like I feel like, look, I don't want to give up my car either. Like I like having control. But, but you would if someone told you right now, like if a scientist a hundred percent guaranteed. Yes, if they were like, look, we're going to die in five years. You'd say take my keys. I mean, it wouldn't be just me. It'd be all of us. It's not just my car. It'd be all of us. I mean, one like like we said in the article, it's not just up to one person. It's all of us. I'm ashamed of you guys. I'm so disappointed. I would you love guys. to help the environment, but see, and this this is part of the problem right here because they, they, they listen. These people are actively telling us, "Look, we are going to die. You will not leave the C45." And y'all still are like, "I mean, well. cars are very clean though, right now." No, like they're lot, not. Aren't a lot of the new no, ones they're made? Not. Like, do you get an electric car? Not the car, new ones, but like I'm talking. About, do you all have Teslas? No, but I even those. But I'm the best. But I'm saying we. I drive. A, I personally drive a Chevy, Chevy Malibu. We all drive Kias and Fords and Priuses. Okay. I drive Those, a Mustang. Yes. So that's oh, pretty bad. and you are and you're the worst. Okay. So we all we don't have smart cars. We don't have. You know, those cars that help us out. Okay, we have regular, regular, regular gasoline cars with the with the with the emission in the back that, you know, blows out all like the, the black stuff. Right. So we we don't we do not drive safe cars. So, wow. Well, y'all really want to give up your cars for real? I would think about it. But if everyone Jordan else in the world gave up their car, I would. But that's what I'm saying. I can't like I can't give up my car if they're not giving up their car. Okay, we can't give up our cars because the public transit's system in the United States yeah. sucks. How would That's I get the anywhere? issue. Well, well, if they're better, like in New York and Chicago, they're better than like in St. Louis and stuff like that. Yeah, I would not true. be able to I get could to Edwardsville without a car. Mm-hmm. I live 30 minutes away from Edwardsville. I'm not... Where? If everyone gave up their car... Well, I'm, I mean, the, the, shout out to Madison County Transit. You can take the bus. Shout out. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can take the bus. But I ain't not, never taken a bus. Why not? I just haven't. Trains, uh, shellfish. I feel like there's such a stigma I've just never around been in like a using situation. public. No, she said you're. Too. She said you're shellfish. I'm, I guess, yeah. Maybe <laughs> I've just always had like a car. No, I feel you. Like I no, like I I compl- I agree with y'all completely. Like I do not want to give up my car. My car's my life. I can go and come as I please. But I'm just saying, like hypothetically, again, is so you're like, really gonna come at us when you wouldn't either? No, I'm saying I wouldn't want to. But I'm saying if somebody came to me and was like, "Look, we're going to die if you don't give up your car," like I'd be like, "Damn, that sucks." But like. Here, take my keys. I don't want to die. If it was mandated, sure. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess they probably would have to mandate it, huh? Like, yeah. if it was voluntary, that, that, kind of, that kind of infringes on our rights, yeah. doesn't that? I mean, <sighs> yeah. that's another podcast. Yeah, but then, but then podcast. also, but then also, the issue comes like, okay, like your rights, but like also life or death, like. Yeah, but what if people want to die? <laughs> Jordan, you just. I'm it's just saying, be, hypothetically. It's gonna be a good semester for podcasts. someone could say <laughs> to you. Hey, you got 15 years left to live? Someone might say, okay, great. I'll be I'll gone before it. then. But, like, if somebody's like, okay, you got 15 years left to live. Or, y'all can have your car and y'all can live for another 40 years. Some people don't want to live that long. Oh, my goodness. Some people are afraid of old age. Oh, my God, I'm very Jordan. Age, oh, right. Right. Good. I'm afraid of old age. Well, you don't want to get, you want to live? And- no, no, I want to live, but I just feel like being old and wrinkly is kind of weird. Yeah. No hate on old people, just I don't want to be one. <laughs> Me and Jennifer are still here. Me and Jennifer, what would you? I feel like Jennifer's the only sensible one. What? What do you? What do you would say, you give Jennifer? Up your car, Jen. Um, she would. Yeah, I would. See, but you see. She's just saying that. No, no, she's not. 
Go ahead, Jennifer. I was going to say that, yeah, I think we just need to make such drastic changes to the public transit system, and that would help a lot. Plus, there's just such a weird stigma around it. Like, people yeah, don't want to ride the bus, the bus or ride the right. train because, you know, that makes them poor or look poor. I don't know. It just is such a weird well, thing. Well, and I feel like here in St. Louis, because St. Louis is not a transit city yet, but, like, in New York, like, the, them, them Fortune 500 people be riding trains. Exactly. The, people like, who work in corporate will be riding trains just because, like, that's the culture in New York, you know. But, like, here, yeah, like, yeah. I that would be it. another topic of allocating more funds from the government into yeah. public transit, though. yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let me go back to this article. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. And now I'm just kidding. Anyway, so it says, more than anything, it's a matter of scale. If one person begins to live their life only making the most environmentally friendly choices, eating local, traveling by car as little as possible, zealously looking to conserve energy, that most uh, likely wouldn't have as much of an impact as an institution of SIUE's size switching over to renewable sources. SIUE is among 41 colleges and universities who have reported using 100% renewable energy. Shout out to is SIUE! Yes, it is. I did not Woo. know that. Shout out to you! I'm proud of you! Yes! Of only 41. I know. That's crazy. And of the hundreds of colleges and universities that are in this country. Mm-hmm. I mean, a very that's a pretty start. campus. It, it, it is pretty, yes. But yes, yeah, I mean, I guess 41 like is a start, so, I mean, hopefully you it just yeah, but how long did it take to get 41? I don't know. Good question. Good question. I don't know. Um, so in conclusion, it says, so get involved. Don't let these issues go away just because the strike went well. Stay informed on events and issues in your area and make sure to vet politicians on these issues at the local and state level, not just in national elections. Because, yeah, I feel like, you know, people want to ask about, like, health care and immigration, which are very important issues, but, like, yeah, how do you feel about climate change? Okay, do you, first of all, do you believe climate change is real? If you say no, no, I'm not voting for you. You're out. Next, bye. Politicians need to be asked that all the time. Yeah, and I feel like we really don't, at least not as much. Like, people really don't really ask about climate change like that. You know, they only ask about certain issues. But now, how, how do you feel about climate change, okay? And what are you going to do to help it out? So, so yeah, that that is a really good point. So, shout out to all of us at the Alesso for writing this lovely piece. So, moving on to our last story. It was also written by Jordan. So, look at Jordan Ooh. just cranking out stories this week. Come oh, yeah. on. Come on. So, it is called Multi-Level Marketing Schemes Are Out of Control. So... Jordan, yeah. do, do you want to talk about this story? Or do you want me to quote you? Mm, we, I mean, I can talk about this okay, story. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so I, I wrote this story. It's about multi-level marketing. Um, essentially, it's a revamped version of the um, sense-made-illegal pyramid schemes. Ponzi scheme. Ponzi schemes, yes. And so, essentially, there are these usually Instagram influencers or just people on Instagram in general who participate in these companies, and they're recruited by other people within the company to um, essentially promote certain products and then recruit new members um, to the marketing uh, team. And it has a very top-heavy pyramid structure of monetary distribution, which essentially means that the people at the top are making the most money, the people at the bottom are making the least. And some recent research actually found that 99% of the people involved in the schemes actually lost money through their participation, um, which is actually higher than that of the pyramid schemes, which are illegal, which is funny to me. Yeah, so uh, I, well, so have you guys ever been involved or targeted for a multi-level marketing scheme? Yes. What happened? What happened? 
I always got emails, like I said, from Vector Marketing. They were just emailing me all the time about like job offers, and it was always through different companies too. And it was just so weird. And every time I looked it up, it was just like, it, this is a multi-level marketing scheme. Like, do not show up. Yeah. Jennifer, what about you? I feel like I've gotten a few of those like messages or emails, but not as many as like a lot of people I talk to. But that's because I don't post a lot, especially like on Instagram. Which They're is, like, we don't want her. Exactly. <laughs> I don't post enough for them. So, I mean, that kind of gets me out of it, I guess. <laughs> those actually work. Like, those actually get people, right? Yeah. Those multi-level marketing. Of course like, that's why, yeah. Yeah, some that's why they're still a thing. It's, it's crazy. I get so many messages on Instagram. I said in the story, I have received over 100 different messages oh, wow. through the private messaging function on Instagram. I received one just this morning, actually. And it says, hi, girl. I know this is random, but I was looking at your page and I really like your content. Oh I think you God. would be a great product tester for me. I think you're so beautiful and you'd be amazed by our products and would be perfect for this. You would be you would get an awesome discount for doing so. Would you be interested? Now, what and company I get is them. this? I don't even sometimes I can't even tell what company they're working for. Uh. But it's the same thing, just a little different on like all these different accounts. And I have friends that have like exhausting. promoted stuff like that though. Did they, so did they get anything out of it? I don't know. I never like actually like talked to them about. it. I would just see uh, a post on like Instagram, and they're like, "Oh, try this thing out." Like, yeah. Haha, I'm sponsored. <laughs> but yeah, so for me, like I have so there's this lovely company called It Works, and they sell um they sell all kinds of, like they sell like the wraps, you know, like <laughs> basically it's Saran wrap. But that, like, it's supposed to help you, like, lose inches and stuff like that. So, like, you can put it anywhere. You can put it on your, like, your wet, your stomach, your so arms. So people are just sticking saran wrap on It's not stuff. saran wrap, but it's, like, it has the consistency and texture of saran wrap. But, like, yeah. So, basically, they're called wraps, but, like, it has, like I said, it has the consist consistency and texture of saran wraps. So, like, you put it wherever, and you're supposed to, like, lose inches and whatever, right? And they also sell, like, skinny coffee, which is supposed to, like, coffee that you drink that's supposed to, like, help you lose weight. Um, they sell greens, which, Loki, I, I have thought about buying that because I really don't be eating vegetables like that. So, like, I actually would kind of buy something like that. But they sell, like, this these powdered greens. So, like, you kind of mix it in water or whatever. You can just drink it. It's supposed to give you, like, all these vitamins and, like, vegetables and all that stuff like that. So they sell, like, different, uh, like, different products like that, right? So I remember a few years back, right, I had went to an It Works party, you know, to, I guess, to help get them recruit you. So I went to this lady's house in Fenton. Shout out to F-Town. That's where I went to middle school and high school. Shout out to F-Town. Uh, I went to this lady's house in Fenton, and she has a very nice house, right? And so I only went because I was told there was going to be free wine. So I literally went to this lady's house, uh, tried some of her products, and drank all of her wine. And when it came time to like be like, oh, hey, like, are you going to sign up? There's like a, you have to, to sign up, it's like $99. Um, but then, oh like, but, but so how, how they tell you it's supposed to work is like, okay, you pay $99, you post on social media, people will buy from you, you'll get like all this money, which is not for nothing at least with it works i do know people who have been successful with it works they like make thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands of dollars with it works but like it takes so much time and effort to like get that so it's not you like you probably have to have a bunch of money like to invest in that yeah much too, yeah right? and i imagine like so like it's not like you pay 99 dollars and you just get like get rich five five hundred dollars after that like you had it's a lot of time at work for people like people actually have to buy your stuff you yeah, know what I'm and you have to convert people you have to i mean there was like lulu lulu larue that was a huge scheme and they had those leggings that were super popular you have to recruit a certain number of people in order to 
be upgraded or move up in the company and you have to have a hundred people that you've recruited and yeah it's it's crazy yeah it's a lot so yeah so when it came time to like hey do you want to sign up i was like "Eh, i'll think about it and as i was drinking her wine and also because like you know i'd be drinking cheap wine because i'm a broke costumes i'd be drinking like five dollar wine and this lady had like prosecco and like the expensive stuff so best believe i was drinking all of her wine so but yeah but when it came time to like oh hey do you want to sign up i was just you know said i'll think about it i drank her wine and i left but yeah so that's kind of my kind of uh experience with like multi-level marketing i i i guess I, I will get the same message just like jordan i have not got gotten 100 though that mm-hmm. that is a lot but every now and then i'll be or i'll get a comment on one of my instagram posts like mm-hmm. hey like that's I, why i made my instagram let me find one Bots, I, I had on your stuff. DM us for a great deal. Right, right, right. Or like we want to DM us. We want to work with you. Right, we yes, want to collaborate. Like we want to mm-hmm. collaborate with you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like I, I'll get. I, I'm trying to see if I can find one. But like yeah, basically it's like we want to collaborate with you. Na 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 na. So yeah. Uh, nah. But so have you guys ever like actually like thought about joining one no. at all? No, never. I don't have the money to invest in that. Plus, That's it's a terrible the, investment. Well, yeah, yeah, that too. But that was next. But Jennifer, what about you? If you, Definitely if you had, not. if you had, because you know they don't be coming for you like they become for us apparently. But if you had, would you? Definitely not. I do get messages still occasionally, and just like sketches me out. I've never thought about even replying to them. I block them immediately. Plus, it makes me real sad, honestly, because I I'll get friend requested, and then sometimes they don't hit you with it right away. So they'll friend request you, they'll like, like your posts, pictures. they'll go through and like like five of your posts. That's and what that then, means, because the people yeah, do that to me, and mm-hmm. I just think they're like creepers. Well, some might be creepers, but some of them will do that, and then they'll comment like, "Oh, you look so pretty." Nothing about the company, and then a week later they'll be like, "Hey, so I've been following you for a while now." Ah, <laughs> uh, they're getting smart. Mm-hmm. They're getting smart. You might just some have of them a lot have of creepers. Strategy. Maybe, yeah. maybe. We just be creeping. Well, we getting creeped on, actually. You know what I mean? I mean, who wouldn't want to creep on this, you know what I'm saying? No. Please don't creep on us. But yeah, but like, Leia, please don't. Like, please don't. You know, it's okay. You can like a picture. You can comment. Comment in a nice heart emoji or something. Whatever your heart desires. But yeah, don't be a creep. And uh, no, I do not want to join It Works. I do not want to join Arbonne. I do not want to join Lulu LuBru. <laughs> I don't know that. I thought that was like a legitimate clothing company. I didn't mm-hmm. know that was a scam. Yeah, total scam. The leggings were terrible quality. Did you buy some? No, no. But I watched a documentary about women who have participated in the company and totally got screwed over. So very sad. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. So we're going to move on to the last part of our show, which is our obsessions. Um, I'll go first. So I've been listening to a lot of good music lately. So I have two um, artists that I want to shout out. One is is a rapper by the name of Sweetie. She is from the Bay, Sacramento area. Um, she has a lot of like hot songs like that have been on the radio. Um, Icy Girl, My Type. She's good. But she's yeah, dating Quavo, right? Yeah, she's yeah. dating Quavo, who's from the Migos, who's in a who, which is a rap group. Um, but yeah, so like I I heard like her big stuff on the radio stuff, and I was like, okay, yeah, she's cool. But a few weeks ago, like, I just randomly, like, I listened to, like, her actual albums, and she's really, really good. Like, she she's so good. Her music is fire. Her stage presence is amazing. She's super pretty. Like, she, Sweetie's, like, she she's the real deal. So I, I'm, I'm really excited to, you know, see what else Sweetie comes up with. Um, She has um so many good songs out. She has, like, so many followers. She has, like, over 3 million followers on Instagram, which, I mean, in today's, like, if you have over a million followers on Instagram, like... 
you're you're doing it. So her um her album Icy came out uh this year and it's super super good and yeah. And then the second artist I want to talk about is an artist by the name of Justine Sky. Um I like heard of her and like I know she's talented but like I never heard her music like that. Um but she just came out with a EP uh not too long ago called Bear With Me and it's really really good. So yeah, those two artists are my obsessions. Let's go first. My turn. No, no, or go next, yeah. I mean Mine's a big one after listening to the last podcast with cheap Go dates. Go for it. Cheap dates. Cheap Jordan, dates. Jordan, what were you saying? 65 on a date? I don't think 65 is abnormal. That's a lot. I'd say that's pretty well, standard. Okay, so to if give, I hit 40, that's a lot. Well, okay, so to give context, so if you listen to the last podcast, but if you haven't, as soon as you're done with this one, go listen to the last one, and the last one after that, and the last one after that, and the last one after that. But, so the last one we were, we were doing, we were talking about, like, Lauren uh, was talking about how um, she and her boyfriend went out to Red Robin, they spent, like, almost $40. And I asked, like, is $40 a lot for a day, especially, like, for a college-age person? So Jordan was saying, like, she'd be dropping $65 on all her dates, and I was like okay well then good for you i mean good for you like there's nothing wrong I mean, with it's that good. at all I'm not hating yeah it. we're not hating at all jordan like we are so we were so ridiculous jo- we are so joking attacked. we are so joking i feel like jordan feels like we attack her because we call her bougie and stuff i am so joking <laughs> i'm definitely definitely joking but no but do you so shane because we have a man in the room now finally so shane as the man in the room the person who typically will pay for the date do you feel like 40 dollars is a lot for a date yes 40 is a good amount and and do you think that's just because like we're college students, or do you think, do you think that's just like I think because people in our situation as college students, like yeah. if you have a bunch of money, obviously you can you can ball out. But I think forty is like a nice amount. Like it's enough. Like you should want to be with the person more than like spend money. Not like after Jordan or anything. I'm not saying that Jordan only wants the money. <laughs> no, I mean you're not wrong. No, but... I mean she's been, she's she's been she's been she's been. I mean you you guys you and your significant other have been together for the last like two years now, right? Yeah. So clearly yeah, a- after two years, like I said, like you'd probably be balling out. But like if you're like entering into dating, you like don't really care. Like, yeah, that 40 makes bucks. sense. I mean, like we see each other every day, so if we have like how one often do you guys month, have dates? Though? If we have like a a nice date a month. Sixty five dollars okay. a month. Oh a month well, yeah, isn't no, bad. no. It also like, we're not just constantly going out like like doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, okay. like I'm thinking like y'all are going out every weekend. That's what I thought. That's sometimes, what I th- sometimes it's been that way. Okay, sometimes but, you ball out. Yeah, but. yeah. Once we get a paycheck, we're like, woof. Let's go. Right, let's go. And then you stretch it till the next one. Yeah, that's, that's how do. it goes. But yeah, so the forty dollars. So if you went on a went out on a date with somebody, Shane, and you get the bill, and it was like forty dollars and eighty five cents, would you be like, whew? I'd be God. like, oof, that kind of hurts, but it's fine. Forty is like a perfect amount for like a nice like date. Yeah. Obviously, you can go to McDonald's, which I do love. Yeah, forty forty is definitely the comfort the comfort region. I'd say. Yeah. I'd agree with that as well. Like Cheesecake Factory, that place is Ooh, expensive. Girl, mm-hmm. oh my god! Like you gotta be, we gotta be getting engaged or something. If you like, we gotta like, yeah. For, for, Cheesecake Factory is not cheap. Like if you get, even like if you were to get like a regular like meal, and maybe share a cheesecake, that's about fifty bucks, I would say. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you like share a meal, if you each get your own. That's... If you if you share, if you each get your own meal and you like you share a cheesecake and not even if you get like drinks because I don't think I've ever gotten a drink from a cheesecake factory, but I imagine they're expensive and probably yes, not even strong just because that's usually how it goes. So, but yeah, huh? Cheap date. So, what is your perfect cheap date, Shane? Che- a cheap date? Yes. I mean, that would just be McDonald's and driving. I- 
actually like I actually like driving on a I d- do. I think I think just driving around's a date. Yeah, yes, and like listening to music and talking yeah. and vibing. Yeah, that's I agree. all you need. That's all that's you, all you need. need. Maybe something doubles, maybe a fry, maybe like Heck a yeah. McFlurry of some sort. Heck yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that makes it a date. Once you add that McFlurry on You know there. what I'm saying? You kinda share ice cream assuming the ice cream machine's not broke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, which is. Y'all order makes? McDonald's together, it's real. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And then if he's like, Oh no, no, I got it. Oh, what? you got my two dollar triple cheeseburger. Oh my Shut gosh, I think up. I'm in love. You know, I since you got, let me get some. Let me get some fries. No, I'm kidding. Like but, I'm spending gas money. Like true, we don't need to spend something else. True. Oh, geez, you know? you're one of those. I no, know. I'm just, no, That's what Shane, Shane that. be thinking. And sometimes I wonder if guys be thinking that, like in their heads. Like I have oof. never once thought of that. That's really? the weird thing. I wonder if it's maybe just a guy thing. But I've never I once know. thought like, oh, you're really racking up my gas money right now well not that but like if if i drive around like i'm driving around like i'm using a lot of gas yeah but i've always wondered like okay let's say you're on a date and then like she orders like a second drink are you like what no who are you who who does she think she is ordering a second margarita what are you doing i mean if they're like 20 dollars drinks oh yeah that would be like if it's just whatever, like we're at a restaurant, yeah, sure, go ahead, get another drink. You want some fries too? Like, yeah. Plus, I think yes. I think too, you have to take into account if you're gonna take a lady to a certain restaurant, you need to know what the yeah, price range do. of that you restaurant true. is. True. Look you at the menu beforehand. You yeah. can't you can't just take a girl to Red Lobster and not expect her to order the full lobster meal. Like yeah. you don't know. Yeah. She might have expensive taste. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Shane, what is your most expensive? What is your like your perfect expensive? Most expensive? Not most, but like like your like the best like expensive date. That like would be pretty. Yeah. Dave and Buster's. They, yeah. That's Eating true. and that's men games like. The food itself okay, is already or top, Have y'all been to Top Golf in Chesterfield? I've never. never been, but I really yo, want Top Golf, yo, I didn't golf. I just ate and drank. Oof, honey. But yeah, that's a lot of money Oof. for playing and then like going to. Yeah, eat. Dave and Buster's really expensive. Yeah. What about y'all? I guess we can ask y'all if y'all want to answer. What's your best cheap and expensive date? Cheap and then expensive date. Mm. Probably McDonald's, Jennifer. You did talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I would kind of agree with Shane on that because uh, Taco Bell, like, Chick Fil A, yeah, anything. Chick Fil A is not even fast. that. Like, Chick Fil A kind of expensive too. But go ahead. Yeah, I feel like you just go grab something fast and then just drive around. Or sometimes, like, we'll just come back and park in like Evergreen parking lot and just like sit there and eat and like talk. Aww. There you go. Yeah. That's all so, you need. Such a college day. You go park Isn't in the it? dorm parking lot. <laughs> You don't want to drive around if you both want to like be able to eat because it's kind of weird to like try to yeah. eat when you're hey, driving. Yeah, you hand me my food. Yeah, like yeah. So I don't know. Like that would probably be just like an easy cheap date that we do fairly often. Okay. Um, and then expensive. I would just say like going out to like more of a nicer like sit down dinner because I f- I feel like I like dates where you get to like actually talk to the person. So like I like doing the fun dates, but if I'm oh, talking okay. about like a really nice there you go. like date, then I'd rather have something where we like sit down and get to talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jordan, our HBIC head bougie person in charge. Yeah, like I feel like St. Louis is like a nice date. Like anything you go to in St. Louis, that would be true. a nice it's date. It's not. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even like the like for example, like the melting pot. Like it's like a fondue restaurant. It's kind of expensive. Oh, that place is very expensive. I've actually never been, but like yeah, like I it's not horrible compared to like if you go somewhere like in LA. Like yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, Jordan? Yeah, probably cheap date. Same thing. Probably picking up McDonald's, eating in the residence hall parking lot. Uh, Ooh, what a cheapie. It's really nice. <laughs> it's nice sometimes just to be like, hey, I've had a bad day. Let's go pick up McDonald's and just chat in the car. And sometimes Aww. you don't even plan it. You're just chatting in the car. And then you're like, oh, it's 2 a.m. We should probably go inside. Um, oh, and then, gee. yeah. And then the expensive date, probably going to Hibachi or... Hibachi. Um, 
lyric and I really love going to Blue Ocean in Ooh. Lyric Ooh. Blue, Blue Ocean that is, is expensive honey yeah we love it oh, um, I don't like sushi. where is it again it's in the Del Mar Loop yeah see yeah. so what we'll do we'll go to Blue Ocean we'll spend a bunch of money on sushi and she gets ramen because she doesn't like sushi so it's our compromise and then um, we'll head down. There's that's like fair. a Asian market that's there, and we'll go and get ice cream there and just hang out and chat. So Aww. super fun. How much a date like that costs? Like, oh gosh, um, probably like sixty five dollars on the meal, and then at the Korean supermarket depends how hungry we were. Last time we spent like forty dollars on all this crazy food. So y'all dropped over a hundred dollars on a date. You know what? If you got it, if go you ahead got and it, do you it. Got if it. you got it. Go ahead and do we it. We make it work. Sometimes. I'm not mad if, at if, y'all. You know, like, do y'all like last split time it we too, went, or like does one person? Last time we went, she paid for the date, and then afterwards, I paid for a lot of the market food. So okay. we make a compromise. Yeah, so it's not like one like lyric is dropping all the the stuff or Jordan. She definitely okay, drops well, more than I do, but generally for dates, the guys always just yeah drop. Yeah, yeah. Lyric's not a guy though. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, okay, cool. That's just from a guy perspective. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I was just curious because I, I really wanted to know. I'm all about breaking gender roles. You know, I pay for one thing, you pay for another. Yeah. Yeah. That's how me and my boyfriend do it. We switch off. That's how it should be. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I'm going to disagree with you on that, but that's another, that's another topic. That's another topic. That's another topic. I feel like, okay. I don't know. I like it. Really? I want to say okay, no to somebody. Fine. Really, really quickly. Really, really quickly. I feel like it depends on who asks. Like, if, if, it does depend on who yeah, asks. Yeah. So like, like, but if the girl asks you on a date, then yeah, the girl should pay. But if you, you ask me, though? huh? Like, if, you know, I paid for the last date, you pay for this date kind of thing? Uh, or, like, should he, like, always I think pay? just to have a conversation yeah. about it. Just say, like, hey, what do you want to do financially with this date? I know it's awkward, but you just got to Because I have been, yo, it. I have been in those awkward situations, like, we'll order food and we're just sitting here looking at each other, like, who about to pay? And it's really should awkward. Should I reach for my wallet? If they don't say nothing and the, the kind of waitress is like, do you guys want to split it? Yes. Just go yes. for it. And we, just haven't, we haven't talked about it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, sorry, we got really off topic. Mm. Uh, Jennifer, what's your obsession? Um, I'm going to say going to sleep early. Oh, period. Something I never usually do, but the, this past like week or two weeks, like I've been going to bed earlier. And it's like, like what time? so amazing. Um, So not last night. Last night was not early. But the night before it was like 1030, which is super for early for me. For That's a college good, student, yeah. yeah. No, usually like... Last year, I was consistently staying up until maybe like 2 a.m. every night. Doing what? Homework. Not sleeping. Not sleeping. <laughs> yeah, anything but sleeping, Clearly. basically. So I don't know. It's just been really nice. I've been going to bed earlier. And I mean, I'm still tired usually during the day, but I feel like it's not as much. So. Okay. Cool. Last but not least, Jordan. Mine's kind of boring because we just talked about it. But now that I'm thinking about it, hibachi, which if you don't know hibachi is they got those grills and they're I cooking love, fried rice i went and, to my first hibachi whew. like for my mom's birthday back in january i th- that fried rice honey yeah that fried fires. rice is, it's something special fire but yeah. i don't like it's awkward because like you're sitting with all these strangers that's the only thing i don't like about it like you're, I you're love supposed it. to make it fun and i really like interacting with them yeah i don't know but yeah i like meeting new yeah people. i do kind of want to eat like by myself yeah though. like what if what if i want to like talk about you about something like deep or like what if i want to flirt with you like i can't just be like like, do my big flirting when like somebody's grandpa's next to me. Like I can't See, do I'll that. I'll do it in front of the grandpa. That's fine. You oh Jordan's bold. I'm not that bold. I just can't. It's so weird. I'll you know. involve the grandpa in the conversation. I'll be like, Grandpa, you got some advice on I'll this? I'll be whispering the whole time How so like hurry. other people don't hear me. 
Because like, you can't be like, ooh, girl, you look so fine. I can't wait to go take you home. You can't do that with somebody's aunties right next to you. I, I, I mean, can't anyway. You can. I mean, you can't. I mean, but hey, Jordan, if you're bold, you, Jordan's bold. I'm here for that. I'm, I'm just not. Bold. I'm just not. But go ahead. Sorry. I inter- so go ahead. No, that, I mean, that's pretty much it. I really just like it. I always get the chicken, or not the chicken. <laughs> I don't like that chicken. Um, The <laughs> shrimp hibachi, because it's I just did, amazing. I dig it. Kyoto. Shrimp. Kyoto and Edwardsville. I really like them. I still have never don't, been. But they're very good. Two obsessions. Mm-hmm. What? Well, specifying the obsession, I guess. Oh yeah, she does have two obsessions. Yes, I yeah, because it's like it's like yeah, because like it's all if you're going to Enclave, like you have to pass to go to Enclave and stuff like that. Yeah, I've passed by so many times I've just never been. But you really should go. Oh, you should go for the lunch special, seven ninety nine. Not a promotion, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yes. All right, y'all. So that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check us out on our website, alestolife.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at The Alesto. And also don't forget to pick up the paper on Thursdays if you're on the SIUE campus. I'm your host, Erica Green, signing off. Don't forget to check us out next week right here on Alesto After Hours.